Hello, and welcome to The Pretty Podcast. I am your host, Paula Josh. I am a speaker and best-selling author to the book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction. You can find my book on Amazon. I'm also the author of Letting Go from Family Trauma and Addiction, a seven-day devotion that you can find for free on the Bible app, YouVersion. But most importantly, I'm a trauma survivor, and I know what it's like to feel stuck for years in my pain and in my trauma and not know where to turn to get help. I felt lost, and that is why I knew that I needed to start this podcast to help people who may still be suffering. On my podcast, you will find tips and tools to help you heal and break free and to live the life that God has for you. I would like to leave you with one of the reviews. I love Paula's podcast. Paula uses her life experience to help guide you through healing from your own trauma and addiction. I have found her honesty to be heartwarming. Her podcast has brought reassurance that I'm not alone. And that is also my heart for you. I want you to know that you are not alone and that you can heal. If you do have a few minutes. I would appreciate it at the end of this podcast if you would leave me a review. People always check out the reviews before they listen to anything and they want to know what they're getting. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Pretty Podcast. And if this is your first time listening to my podcast, I just want to welcome you. And I really believe that anybody that stumbles across this podcast that God brought you here. Um, I'm not speaking that lightly, but I just feel that everything really happens for a reason. I know that in my journey of healing is that I can look back and I'm just like God orchestrated it all. The things I heard, the people I met, the gifts that were given to me, the people that came into my life to help me heal and support me, it was all part of the process. So if you've landed here this morning, this evening on the Pretty Podcast, I just want to say welcome, welcome. Today I'm going to talk to you about a topic that's really, I don't know, I feel it's a topic that, man, if I would have heard this when I was healing, I believe that this really would have helped me. And today we're going to talk about speaking truth and life into your children. But what I want to share is how to speak truth and life into your children even when you are hurting. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have kids yet, I would encourage you to still stay on because this podcast is also going to teach you ways to show up in the world and to even be there for other people because I don't know about you, but I know that in my healing journey, healing the healing journey can, can really be self-absorbing almost we don't recognize it and there has to be balance with this so don't take this the wrong way but when we're healing from trauma or we're trying to get free from addiction or whatever it can really be self-absorbing kind of like all about us and you know i'm still on a journey of healing from things and this morning i came really early i came early into my office just to kind of get my mind right to do some journaling and praying before I recorded this podcast. And then my husband came in the room like an hour and a half later to kiss me goodbye and leave to work. And 
you know, I felt a nudge from the Holy Spirit, just a little bit of a conviction that said, check on him, make sure he's doing okay. And so I knew he was at work already and his workday was going to be getting started. And I picked up the phone and I said, hey, babe, I know that you're getting really ready to be really busy at work and I have a work day ahead of me, but I just want to check on you. How are you doing? And so it's simple things like that that may take us just a few minutes. And I'm going to speak to you about this today, especially when it comes to our children, because there's so many different stages of the process of me becoming aware of what I'm about to teach you that I hope today that you lean in, take notes if you have to, because I really hope today's podcast helps you and inspires you. And so those of you that are new to my podcast, again, welcome. Um, I've been on a healing journey from trauma, severe childhood trauma for years. And it's just interesting, all the things that I've learned about myself and even looking back at the layers of healing and the different things that um, I had to overcome. And one of the very first things that I had to overcome, and sometimes it's hard for me to describe because I almost have to like go way in the past and pull this stuff up again. But I had to realize that it was not okay to treat my children how my parents treated me. So that's the first thing that we're going to discuss. It was not okay for me to treat my children how my parents treated me. So my father was um, physically abusive. And I'm not just talking a smack on the face or a smack on the butt. I'm talking manhandling physical abuse with his hands. And I'm not going to get into details, but the words that he used are disgusting. I would never be able to repeat them on this podcast, right? And I'm going to share stories with you and scenarios to help you overcome. But I remember when I realized that, oh oh my gosh, I need some help. I really need some help. I'm struggling with an eating disorder. I'm struggling with addiction. I'm struggling with suicidal thoughts. My life is falling apart and I need help. And I remember one time my daughter was a teenager. She's now, she's going to be 27 here in a couple of weeks, but I remember one time she was a teenager and she ticked me off and I grabbed her body and threw her against the wall. And I almost felt felt like at that moment I had blacked out and I saw a flashback scenario of the things that my dad did to me. And at that moment when I threw her body against the wall and she looked at me with fear in her eyes, I took three slow steps backwards. You may be like, oh my gosh, Paula, this is personal. Why are you sharing this? Because you know what? We are humans. We are human beings in this world and we are going to fail. We are humans that we are reacting out of what we've been exposed to and what we've been taught. And so when you are trying to raise your children, when you are hurting and you are trying to break that generational trauma, those generational curses, all the things that you have been through, it is not easy. So when I threw her body against the wall, I knew at that moment I better take a couple steps back because that was something my dad did to me and then his hands would go around my neck. 
And so I remember the next day calling my therapist and I was completely honest with her and told her how that scared me. And so fast forward, I'm talking maybe a year or two, I remember that there was a time that I had to sit my daughter down and apologize to her. And so one of the things that I have learned through my healing process is that, okay, so the first thing I shared with you is that some of us have to break free from treating our children how our parents treated us if we experienced abuse if we experienced childhood trauma verbal physical sexual abuse the second thing was is that admitting our wrong to our children that we make amends by verbalizing i'm sorry but you also make amends And what I mean by amends is that you apologize, but you also do this by changed behavior. Don't get in this pattern of I'm going to abuse you and then I'm sorry, because many of us have experienced that in abusive relationships. I know that I have, but that's not the type of amends that I'm talking about. I'm talking about you make amends through changed behavior. You go get the help that you need. You go get the therapy that you need so that you can really be a change agent and show your children how it's done okay and so admitting your wrong you're wrong to your kids it's okay and here's another thing too as you're going along in this healing journey you're going to develop yourself and so your perfection and i always share this on my podcast perfection is a lie okay And you know what, if you're listening to this right now and you don't have children, this can apply to your spouse. This could apply to your own parents that abused you. This could apply to um, friendships, whoever it may be. But you're going to develop yourself as you go. And what do I mean by develop yourself? You're going to learn more and more and more about yourself. My oldest is 29. I gave birth to him when I was 15 years old. You want to talk about making mistakes. I made so many, excuse my French here, darn, dang, damn mistakes because I was a wounded, traumatized child trying to raise him. My dad was in prison, my mom was an addict, and I was home alone trying to raise a baby. I feel like with my oldest child, I've forgiven myself. I know that I did the best that I can, but I still feel like I'm making amends. Here's another thing that's coming to me. I say develop yourself as you go. What this means, again, recognizing behaviors you never change. As an infant, as a toddler, as a child, as an adult woman, I never got affection from my parents. They're both deceased now. Nobody taught me how to hug. The only hugging I got, it really wasn't even hugging. The only affection I got was sexual abuse. So when somebody would come touch me, I would get stiff. Let alone, I did not know how to hug my children. It was as I developed over the years and I healed and I worked with my mentor, I worked with my therapist, that I learned that hugging was okay. So I have four children. My youngest, I hugged the crap out of. My grandkids, I hugged the crap out of. My older three, I still, it is an effort to put my arms around them and embrace them. My 
oldest three, sometimes when I put my arms around them, I can feel them being stiff because they're not used to the affection. Now, when I share that with you, I could beat myself up or whatever, but I realize I did the best that I can. I realize now that I'm making amends through change of behavior. Some of you are listening to this today and you have adult children that you've never said I love you. You've never put your arms around them. Some of you are listening to this today that you have a spouse that you don't even know how to love. But I'm telling you right now, love is not a feeling. Love is something that you practice, okay? And you take, you know, oh, I don't know how to do this. This is awkward. I don't want to do that. Bull pucky, bull crap. You are breaking generational curses. You are breaking generational trauma. And it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel awkward, okay? You have to be willing to follow the steps that is going to help you heal and not only you heal, but your whole family to heal. This is about learning to speak life and truth into your children, even when you don't know how to do it yourself. I'm going to give you a, another example because as we heal, you guys, we become aware of the behaviors that we need to change. As we heal, we start to love ourselves. And when we start to love ourselves, we're able to give that love back to others a lot more. I'm going to share about another scenario. Um, and let me share a couple. So the one that I shared with you about my daughter against the wall, that was probably like seven to 10 years ago. And then um, there was a scenario when my oldest was like 16 years old and he's 29 now. And I picked him up from a baseball game or actually I was at the baseball game. He's like, mom, 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 did you see me hit that home run? And I was like, yes, it was absolutely awesome. And he goes, well, I didn't even hit a home run. I knew you weren't watching. Okay, you guys, I was deep into my trauma. I had not even started my healing. I was still disassociating from life and disassociating means you're blocked out from the world. It's literally like you're surviving and you are just living like in a coma is the only way I know how to explain it from my personal experience. I was raising three kids as a single mom, just surviving. At this time, I was trying to work three jobs, standing in food lines, never enough money for my bills. When I look back, I have no idea how I made it through, but I put my hope in Jesus. Jesus helped me to get through that, okay? So that scenario happened with my oldest, right? There was another time in my trauma before I got healing. I was raising three kids, and my trauma was coming to the surface, my anger, everything. I felt like a ticking bomb going off inside of me and I didn't know what to do. One day I was asking the kids to help me clean up the dinner dishes and they wouldn't. And these were glass dishes. And I took all the dishes out of the sink and I started cracking them on the floor of my kitchen. And I started screaming at the top of my lungs. Now, would I do that today? No. But at that moment, I had no coping mechanisms. At that moment, I didn't even realize that I was suffering from PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, trauma, right? 
You guys, I'm sharing these stories with you to let you know that you're not going to go through this healing journey perfect. You're not. But what I do know, looking back, what I do know, what I wish somebody would have told me is even though I'm hurting, my kids need me. Even though I don't even know how to speak life into myself or encourage myself, my children need encouragement. I have got to pull the strength from God to be able to be there for them, to be able to speak life into them. This is how we break those generational curses. This is how we break that generational trauma. You need to know that it's okay for your children to see you crying sometimes, not at 24-7, every day, all the time, but it's okay for them to see you crying all the time. And if you've made mistakes in the past, I want you to know that there is no condemnation or shame. We just continue to grow. We continue to examine our behaviors, our attitudes, the negativity. We continue to examine if we're criticizing people or putting our children down because we're feeling bad about ourselves, right? It's time for us to sort through our feelings and sort through our dysfunction. Just like if you are sorting through a junk drawer and cleaning all that junk out of there or spring cleaning a drawer or whatever it is, you need to do the same thing in this healing journey. You got to pick up some tools and learn to fight and be able to be a source of encouragement for your children. You know, even when we're in other relationships and we're broken, whether it's friendships or spouses, we need to be a source of encouragement to them sometimes, right? So I'm going to end with this last story. My son, who is the youngest, so I have three adult children, and then my youngest is 14. And I took him to get a haircut like two weeks ago. And he hated his haircut. He was so upset, right? And that night I had like a speaking event, so I had to get ready and I needed to go. Well, when I got home at 1030 at night, he was still in the bed and he was super upset about his haircut. And as I was like taking my clothes off, putting my PJs on and just getting ready for it, I just started praying. And I went downstairs and I had this talk with my 14-year-old son. And I would have never been able to do this if I've not been through my healing journey. Now, I really want you to listen in because I went down and I told my son, I said, look, there's going to be a day that mom is really old and I'm going to die. And then you're going to look back and you're going to remember all the things that I said to you. So I'm getting ready to share something with you, son, that I want you to never forget. This is a mom and son talk. And at that time, my 23 year old, he's, He's at home, just finished college, just started working. He comes into the room. They both sit down. And I said, both of you need to listen to me. I said, for the longest time of my life, especially at your age, I would hear these voices. You're fat. You're stupid. You're ugly. Nobody likes you. I said, you see, those voices haunted me for a long, long, long time until I started to heal from my trauma, until I started to help other people heal from trauma. I said, then I learned about this scripture in the Bible where John 10, 10, the, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. 
Let me tell you what that scripture means. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to steal your happiness. He will literally take negative thoughts and make people commit suicide. People are committing suicide because of negative, nasty, tormenting thoughts. People do not understand the power of that scripture. And that in John 10, 10, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. The word of God says you have to take every negative thought captive and bring it under the authority of Christ. I looked at my son. I said, in this life, you are going to have many more bad hair days, many more bad haircuts. You're going to have a pimple or acne where you don't want it. But you better hold your head up high, put your shoulders back, and look in that mirror. And I even said this to my boys, and tell the enemy to shut the hell up and go back to the pit of hell where you belong. I said, it's not about your bad haircut. It's about how you walk in authority, knowing who you are in Christ with that haircut. And it is the same thing for you that is listening to this podcast. In the midst of your healing, in the midst of you having a bad day, you better take authority and tell that enemy to shut up because you are a child of God. And as a parent, as a spouse, you are called to speak life into other people. The word of God says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. So in the midst of your healing process, you learn how to speak life to yourself. You learn how to nurture yourself with that balance while focusing on the needs of other people and taking care of your children. This is how we speak truth and life into our children, even when we are hurting. We develop ourselves as we go. If we need to make amends to a spouse or a child, we do that. We take that condemnation and shame off the table. When we become aware of a behavior that needs to change, we ask God to help us change that. I'm going to end with this little devotion. It's really short, but I read this this morning. And I love the title. You are a carrier of hope. And that's for you listening today. Live free, far above the cares of this world, for it is my glory to love you. My honor is found in how I have treated you. My voice will bring you to my presence, for I lead my sheep, and they know my voice. As you set your heart on me, hope will overflow to you and all your family. And to all who witness my blessings spilling from your life, give me your heart. Seek me with greater passion and leave worry to fend for itself. You will find my ways and I will disclose my secrets. The more you find rest in my heart, the greater your ability to trust me, to believe that I am for you. 
In this world, there is so little to soothe you. But in my presence, you will discover my kindness comforting you. It is this absolute assurance of my love and faithfulness that lifts you higher. Give your eyes to see. Causes your soul to soar above the chaos so you can carry the whisper of hope to others. And when I read this, I was like, wow, wow, wow. That's what we're doing, you guys. We're keeping our eyes and focused on Jesus. We're letting Jesus heal our heart so we can be a hope carrier, a hope dealer to those around us. Psalms 103, 4 and 5. You rescued me from hell and saved my life. You crowned me with love and mercy. You satisfy my every desire with good things. You supercharged my life so that I will soar again like a flying eagle in the sky. I want to hear from you this week. How can you be a source of encouragement to yourself, to your children, to your spouse, and to those around you even in the midst of healing from your own pain. If you aren't already, make sure you are following me on Instagram, my Facebook motivational speaker page, or you can find more resources. I have a seven-day devotional on the YouVersion Bible app called Letting Go of Family Trauma and Addiction, Or if you're needing something a little bit deeper that you want to work through your healing journey, you can get my book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction on Amazon.